are the gentlemen advancing the melody. Welcome to the Game Recognized Game Podcast with RLJ and Kev. I'm KEV, that's RLJ, and we are the gentlemen advancing the melanin evolution, where evolution is revolution. Brother J, brother J, brother J, man. KEV, what's up, my brother? Hey, man, good good playoff games. And, you know, I, I, I've been off my NFL joint, but it's been some pretty good games, at least, at least uh, the last couple of weeks in the playoffs, and so... Uh, that's been pretty refreshing. Mm-hmm. But outside of that, man, I'm I'm, I'm chilling, man. I'm chilling, man. Yeah, you man, know? that's 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 the name of the January, game. January, January ain't fucking around, is it? <laughs> Especially with this cyclone coming in. Yeah, man. We got what is it called? A bomb cyclone? What do you call it? I don't even know. I just saw cyclone while I was in the middle of a meeting pop up on my phone and I panicked real quick. I was like, oh <laughs> Hey man, we didn't hey, we didn't seen a lot over the last year, man. We didn't seen plagues, we didn't seen <laughs> damn forest fires, <laughs> we didn't seen hurricanes, we didn't seen uh 15 degree temperatures in Houston. Yeah, we, we didn't see bomb cyclones, and it's been snow every weekend in the DMV for the entire month of January. Every weekend. And it's Hell. coming this weekend. So much so, one the first weekend, people were stuck on I-95 for 28 hours straight. Bro, I still don't even <laughs> I'm trying understand. to figure out why. I still don't understand that. Yeah, man. But, you know, people from out of state was blaming us. You know, Virginia, they were blaming us Virginians, man. They were blaming us, bro. They was like, yo, we should have knew. We should have knew that they was traveling from 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 the southern sunshine to the the uh oceans and coast of Maine in the middle of a snowstorm. We should have known better. Yeah, We're coming I... out to my state. <laughs> y'all, y'all, y'all can we read the weather report just as much as we can. Even still, though, I just I still don't understand how people just got stuck and then <laughs> When I was looking at pictures, I was like, damn, not only did they get stuck, they got stuck in between exits. So it was like, yeah, you couldn't man. even try to like weasel your way in, in, in nothing. It was just, you know, because you know that main street, you know, that main street coming in my neighborhood, and it's mm-hmm. kind of like a steep hill. Mm-hmm. So, you know, anytime inclement weather happens, it's ice and stuff. So you got to be careful going down, coming up. Something is always bound to happen. During that time frame, a tractor trailer. I don't know if they were trying to use my neighborhood to turn that bad boy around, but that same hill going up that incline towards the pool. Yeah, jackknifed. Tractor trailer jackknife on the street into my neighborhood, man. Like, yo, I get it. I get it. Ice, ice doesn't move though. Brother Jay, ice, ice, doesn't. ice doesn't move. Bro, I still got ice in my backyard from the first snow. Yeah, man, ice doesn't move. So, but yeah, the cyclone bomb or the bomb cyclone, man, it's a nor'easter that's gonna put snow everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> everywhere, everywhere. I don't think people should live like this, man. Like I love all, of, <laughs> I love all of our members of the village and all of our people and members of the tribe, man. And like the New England area and New York and 
the Midwest, you know, we got a lot of support in all the big Midwest cities. So we thank y'all for listening. But I really don't see how people can live where, yo, you got to spend four or five months, four or five months, you know, 30 degree, 30 degree temperatures or below. It's not, it's not how I want to be, man. Yeah, I, I think I, we haven't had it that bad for a very long time. I do remember there was one winter where I was like, bro, this shit ain't going in. Like every other day we was getting four or five inches of snow. And it was like, what is happening? But I wouldn't willfully move to a place that gets more snow than what I'm currently experiencing. No, I can't. I can't, man. You know, I can't. I, you know, I grew up, I grew up near the water. I grew up in Tidewater, Virginia, man. So, you know, I'm used to kind of summers with humidity. (laughs) You know what I mean? Light, light winter. I mean, cold winters, but fairly light winters. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm one of those people that go to the grocery store and buy up all the unnecessary shit. <laughs> Never know when you need a glass of milk and an egg sandwich. You know what I'm saying? All the all the eggs gone. All the milk, man. I you know what, brother Jay? I ain't seen I ain't seen chicken wings in the grocery store in like three weeks. Bro, it's so <laughs> when the last time you seen a chicken wing in a grocery store, bro? I've seen them by me. So remember when we first went into the <laughs> pandemic and you was like, I was like, hey, bro, I'm going to the store. I'm hitting the Virginia. You need me bring anything. You was like, bro, you see any chicken breast? And I was like, <laughs> uh, it was real in these streets. Man. I said, okay, bro, I got you. And I was going, but you said, yo, I found, I found some. I'm good. I was like, oh, this brother was really going through. Hey, no, man. No chicken. The grocery store by me has put out a sign that says um, no more than three, um, three items of fresh poultry. Mm-hmm. And that's plus the bird flu, bro. That's what I meant to say. Like what the bird flu? The, the, the swine flu was back. Uh, the swine, the swine flu better not be back, Bruh, man. It, they had to kill so many num like a huge number of chickens. I was talking to one of my colleagues and they were telling us this the other day. And I was like, what? <laughs> I'm, yeah, not, man, I'm, t- I'm not going to say the country it originated in because. Hey man, now we ain't going to do that, it's, man. It's a, thing. It's, it's a it's thing. Some biblical, it's some biblical stuff going on right now. Brother Jay. Like, we, and you know, the swine flu, you get that just by coughing on a brother. Like, you just... and, 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 and this is real stuff. Check, check the bottle, the bottle, or the back of your Lysol cans, folks. Swine flu is listed. It's one of the one of the joints that all of the special ingredients of your Lysol and Clorox spray that it kills. 99% effective. <laughs> man, that's crazy, yo. Cyclone bomb, man. Snow, snow nor'easter, <laughs> rain, sleet, hell, snow, storm. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means, man. Yeah, deadly bird flu found in North Carolina. Ah, it's killing me. Poultry smalls. farmers are now on alert. Man, I ain't gonna have a man. I ain't gonna. I ain't gonna have no wingettes, no flats for. I got a bag in the fridge, man. But you know, I might. I guess I might have to season them bad boys up and save them. Hey, <laughs> for the weekend. Just don't let it be the what last wing you get. Oh, <laughs> my goodness. Go in for fried wingettes to the two wings that God has promised. <laughs> <laughs> 
fuck that. Ain't, it ain't working. <laughs> I can't. I, I can't deal with you, man. I can't deal with it's you. Alive. I can't deal with you. Bird flu you, is man. back in the U.S. No one knows yeah. what comes next. No one does know. Two people are dead in the country that they said it started in. Um, we haven't seen it in five years, and then all of a sudden, three ducks in the Carolinas earlier this month. Um, Did you just say ducks? Yeah, it's a bird. Oh man! <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's out there, bro. It's uh, hey, hey, man, it happens, man, it happens. You know, in with the in with the old, I mean, out with the old, in with the new. Bro, I just, I just, you got Element OP, and I'm surprised. Oh, by the way, guess what? Swine flu. Yeah, a little razzle dazzle <laughs> to help y'all out. Man, I ain't thinking about it no more. Bro, we're not even through the first month of 2020. <laughs> hey, man, I told you. I told you this shit was going to be like Groundhog Day. It's tough, man. The, it's longest, tough. the longest worst movie ever. It's just... <laughs> but, you know, other than that, though, I've been I've just been kicking it and, and chilling, man. Uh, Yo, man, you've been on your you've been on your social media hiatus, man. Mm-hmm. How is that? How are you doing with that? Um, I got a lot of free time, brother. Well, let me really like, like, I mean, do you feel like a difference? Like, yo, I could be without this shit. I I can, I can. What I do notice is that like, you know, when you're aimlessly scrolling on social media, you sometimes walk away with like a heavy spirit from some of the stuff that you're seeing. Yeah. Right. Like a lot of the current events and you, it's just an overload. And so. It was different not seeing what everybody was up to since, you know, we've been in the pandemic and I can't see people. Um, but, you know, people have hit me up when they notice that I haven't been on or, you know, mm-hmm. I've hit a few people up to check in. But other than that, um, yeah, I did. I definitely said midway through that, oh, I'm going to have to. Um, That's your, that joint going to be like an every other month thing. It's going to, I'm definitely going to dial back my involvement with social media, like, because, um, I feel mentally like in a better space without being, um, oversaturated with so many things that sometimes it's useful information. Sometimes it's just cries for attention and I, right. You can, you can mute as much as you want, but you're still going to see some stuff through um due to the uh, algorithms and so i definitely see myself modifying what that looks like in the in the coming days um as far as social media participation that's real man i, I well let me be the first to congratulate you on this momentous accomplishment because as a member of the streets still since your hiatus let me just be the first to tell you, you haven't missed much. <laughs> you haven't missed much. Um, and whatever whatever brain cells you've gained back in your brief hiatus, uh, hey, man, I don't know if it's worth losing it again. Fair. That's fair. <laughs> just saying. And I, I'll, I'll leave it at that, you know. In, in other news, man, we um, are expected to get a uh, Supreme Court nominee. Mm-hmm announcement within the week and uncle joe has promised to stick by his campaign promise to nominate 
an African-American woman to the Supreme Court bench with the uh, retirement announcement of Supreme Court Justice Stephen Breyer. What you think about that, man? Uncle Joe, Uncle Joe, Uncle Joe, he on thin ice. He on thin ice. I'm going to call him Joseph for now. Because <laughs> oh, <Lord. laughs> these... These loans, these loans ain't disappeared yet. So, hey, man. Yeah, you Joseph, man. Joseph, um, you know, did make some promises on the campaign trail. And I, I do want him to hold hold fast to something. And so I'm hoping that uh, the nominee, the candidate, and the approved individual that will be sworn into the Supreme Court of the United States, the next justice will be um, a black woman. I read an article and they were saying it was different things that he could do or like if he goes with tradition of these presidents or if he goes in tradition of these presidents, like all these things, all these things are going to look different. And so I just hope that there's some integrity in terms of some of the promises that he made on the campaign that got people fired up, ready to get him elected. Um, Cause it ain't like we had a better alternative, right? Shit, <laughs> we, 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 we didn't, but I think it is, I think it is important that the nominee, um, like that process begins before midterm elections take place, and um, oh, because you know if, if if you know a mean mean money Mitch, if if he get if he get his say, yeah, he gonna throw everything in the way, yeah, including the kitchen sink. Yeah, I was about to, to say even the kitchen sink, and yeah, so man. I think if a if this thing happens with due due process and speed, um before any of those numbers change, i.e. right now the Senate and the House, um, you know, have a pretty strong Democratic population. If that were to change with elections, I think it would be an uphill battle and prove to be quite challenging for them to approve the individual that he's nominating. Yeah, man. Better be a sister. That's all I got to say. Better be a sister. But you know, no, no one rises to low expectations. So at this point, Joe, I don't really, I, I don't want to say I don't have expectations, but they, they're pretty yeah. low at this moment. Like, that's real. I need you to follow through on what you said you was going to do. Like, yeah, man. He, he definitely not taking the Joe Jackson approach to governing, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, I, I you know, but eh, whatever. I, I digress. You know, in, in, in other news though, brother Jay, mm-hmm. um, I want to take a brief pause for the cause mm-hmm. for uh, a word from our sponsor. Oh, okay. February is often seen as the <laughs> month of love as the commercialized holiday of Valentine's day takes place during the month. During love month, 2022, the RLJ collective will be hosting hearts of fire, a live conversation series, focusing on the lessons and losses of love to spread love and light to an often misconstrued and undervalued concept. 
The RLJ Collective LLC presents Hearts of Fire, a conversation series about love hosted by Ronald L. Jones and Dr. Keelan Hinton. Uh, follow at G-R-G-R-L-J-K-E-V for further details about this great opportunity to discuss something that is missing and much needed in all families and households and communities alike. And that's love. Hearts of Fire Creates. by the RLJ Collective. Yeah. A series coming for the month of February put on and sponsored by my boy, my dog, my co-host, <laughs> Brother Jay. Getting busy, man. About to get your Dr. Phil on. What's up, man? Tell tell the village more about, about the collective, man, and what you got going on for the month of February. Thank you for your sponsorship. Yeah, oh, yeah, anytime, brother. Um, So... I was having different conversations over the last couple months. Um, and the signature theme was how individuals have grown through love to love. And I thought it was very interesting because we typically do not have these types of conversations um, as often or in an open format or setting. And so, you know, uh, Keelan and I, we typically do um, conversations here and there. We do it live so we can get people's um, involvement, whether it's a women's panel, men's panel, um, family panel, just to get some dialogue going on. Because there's a lot of things, especially within the black community, that we haven't openly talked about. One of those things, um, it's like, yo, who who taught you how to love? and I remember in one of the classes that I was teaching, I was like, when you really think about it, a lot of us weren't necessarily taught how to love. We were told who to love, right? Like you're told to love your cousins. You're told to love family members or. Um, love thy neighbor, brother. Right, Jake. <laughs> right. You're told to do these things, but you're never really taught the how. And it's. It, it could be because of a couple of things. It could be because the individuals who are telling you to love haven't been taught to love themselves. Or it could be that individuals have um, skewed definitions of what love really uh, consists of. And so this month we will definitely be taking a deep dive into different dimensions of love and how it has impacted us, what we have learned from it, how we have grown through it. And um, I'm excited, man. I'm excited to definitely dive into this concept and really just to get other people's perspective and input. Um, because I think these conversations are needed, right? And oftentimes we, we talk about, you know, how we love each other or what that looks like, but Love in my household may look completely different than the love that you saw in your household. And so by me showing the love that was in my household, you may not receive it because it doesn't look like the love that was shown in your household. And so there's an assumption made that the other person doesn't love me, but it was like, mm, 
they may not be able to show you love the way you, you can receive it. So then that's a conversation. And I think a lot of us have left relationships because it didn't look like, or didn't feel like what we saw in movies or what we saw modeled of Heathcliff and hair, uh, Claire Huxtable. Or the, I do you want better? Or the I Martin do you want Jesus. better? What you got? I thought about it, man. I said, "Damn, man, I like the concept." And um, so for all of the members of the village, we need you to follow us, follow the Instagram, follow the Facebook uh, details to come on the uh, series cadence and the scheduling of the series. Mm-hmm. And so at G R G R L J K E V, we need all of the members of the village from across the globe to participate and support our dear brother, Ronald L. Jones and the RLJ collective as they uh, proceed on the, on the month. But I will say this though, brother Jay, I, I you know, when you kind of talk to me about the topic, I'm like, man, ain't nobody really show me like how to love. Ain't nobody really got to give me no game on it. You know, you want to know how I learn how to love brother Jay? No, no, I'm just kidding. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm nervous. Know? I'm nervous. Hey man. Um, famous American poet, James Todd Smith, 1987 song off the Bigger and Deffer album by LL Cool J. When I'm alone in my room, sometimes I stare at the wall in the back of my mind. I hear my conscience call (laughs) telling me I need a girl who's as sweet as a dove. And for the first time in my life, I see I need love. There I I was (laughs) giggling about the games that I had played so many hearts. I'm not saying no name. Then I thought a curt tear drops made my eyes burn. (laughs) As I said to myself, look what I done to her. I can feel it inside. I can't explain how it feels. All I know is that I never dish another raw deal, playing make-believe, pretending I'm true, holding in my life as I say I love you. Yo, man, I learned I learned that like thugs, <laughs> I learned that thugs need love and, and dope boys need love and, and, and OGs need love. I learned I learned that shit from an LL Cool J song, man. And and it was the first time it was like you know, I was a youngster, but it was the first time it's like, oh yo, yo, loving, loving, loving somebody is, is kind of dope. It's kind of fly. <laughs> and he that, left out he left out a been, lot of other parts though. <laughs> the, fair, right? And I think <laughs> that's that's what I really can't wait to talk about is like, yo, outside of um for those that don't know, I also do relationship coaching. And one of my couples, we were having a conversation and she was like, you know, I want a love like, and she listed someone. And I said, okay, but do you know what they had to go through for it to get to what you see? Cause I'm pretty sure it hasn't always been what we're seeing. And Similar to the iceberg concept. When you see the iceberg, you don't see it in its totality. Nah. Right? You're seeing a small portion that just so happens to be above the surface of the water. But everything that's underneath, that's that's the stuff that you're going to have to, in order for you to get the same mountaintop appearance, 
you have to go through the valley low experience. Right? If if I if you want, all right, you hit me up and say, hey, bro, let me get um let me get your pound cake recipe. I'll give you the recipe. If you don't follow it to the T, your results may not come out like the one I had. And oftentimes we try to model from a very limited perspective of what we're seeing. And we, we duplicate the things that we're seeing, but we don't know the reason why they have battle scars, right? We don't know the arguments or the, the moments where they have to put their feet in the dirt, stand tall and fight within the relationship. I'm not talking about physical altercation, by the way, like listening to, I need love or other songs from the nineties or the eighties about love and relationships. They don't really tell you that this thing is a 20, uh, 25, eight situation. Nah, man. All, all LL told me he was like saying no more. Kissing you on the ear. Whispering, I love you and i always be here. Although I often reminisce, I can't believe that I found a desire for true love floating around inside my soul because my soul is cold. One half of me deserves to be this way till I'm old, but the other half needs affection and joy and the warmth that's created by a girl and a boy. I need love. That's what I learned, man. And that's what I learned. I thought that was I thought like every every relationship LL was supposed to be playing in the background. That was your soundtrack, huh? And I needed a bucket hat and a big gold chain. <laughs> and life was going to be grand. And life was going to be all right. <laughs> yep. Yep. That's good for the first two weeks. Yeah, man. Yeah. But I, and I, it, it, was, it wasn't that good for me because I ain't even had a big gold chain or the bucket hat or nothing. <laughs> Six fat abs. I was, I was working at a deficit, brother Jake. I was working at a deficit. <laughs> But yeah, Yo, I, man, I, I'm excited for you though, bro. That's some dope shit. It's it's going to be cool. Someone was like, "Why are you doing it through this month?" And I was like, "Well, you know, February is typically referred to as the month of love, the March to Valentine's Day, and then the the fire from Valentine's Day carries you through the rest of the month." And I was like, "So we gonna use what everyone's already in the mindset to do? Talk about love. We gonna we gonna have some good conversation." Um, but really, I just want people to take away from it, like the opportunity to reflect on where I got my concept of love. And are there any things I need to detach from? Right. I oftentimes reevaluate, not revisit. Hear me. Reevaluate previous relationships. And think about the missteps that took place. Could they have been remedied? Um, could the relationship have survived if the steps were remedied and oftentimes you know things end for a reason everything has an expiration date and everything comes to teach you something um even though That's something i had to learn the hard way bro yeah i mean we can we could try to hold on to different things but when it's gone it's gone and as my mentor once told me anything that ain't growing is dead and a lot of an, a lot of us i'll include myself in that right have been in or are in relationships not just intimate relationships, but like everyday relationships that aren't serving us purpose anymore. But we're holding on 
to not necessarily what is, we're holding on to what was. I had a couple and every now and then my relationship coaching turns into mediation for divorce. Mm. And one thing that the brother, one of the brothers once said to me in session, he was like, if only we could get back what we once had. And I said, is that what's preventing you from actually following through with this process? Longing for, you know, what was like, you know, when we first got together or, you know, when we first got married, when we first blah, blah, blah. And I said, well, one, people change. You shouldn't get into a relationship or a marriage expecting the same person you fell in love with to be who you wake up to six months or six weeks. Hell, six days later. Every day we are exposed to new information. Every day we are slowly evolving in one aspect or another. At the core, you may still be the same, but like there's going to be different elements of your identity that's going to go through evolution. Like a caterpillar mm-hmm. doesn't that doesn't stay a caterpillar. That that's not an option. And even when life gets hard as a butterfly, the butterfly can't revert back to a caterpillar. See, man, you dropping you dropping too too many jewels right now because, like, as you saying that, like, I think about my phases and stages of love as songs. <laughs> so in eighty seven, right in eighty seven, you had the LL Cool J, "I Need Love." Mm-hmm. So you know you're a youngster, and it's like it's kind of cool, you know, had a little girlfriend, something like that. With a little Kango, yeah, you know what I'm saying, a little Kango. Then nineteen ninety seven, though, uh, you know, a group mm-hmm. of brothers <laughs> straight out of Atlanta. Don't do off it. Of, <laughs> off of a, 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 off of an album called A Jagged Era. They dropped they dropped this one on me, and this is stuck with me probably from '97 until probably uh, 2007. Okay, right? okay, a this, decade. You know, it says, "Don't want to make a scene. I really don't care if people stare at us. Sometimes I think I'm dreaming. I pinch myself just to see if I'm awake or not. Is it real?" What I feel, could it be you and me till the end of time? Never part, take my heart, hold it tight. It's true love. You know I got to be. I got to be the one you touch. Yo, that's my song, though. I got to be the one you love. I got to be the one you feel. Mm -hmm. I got to be the one to fill your life with sunshine. Man, I thought like that was my love mission. Like the find the find a, the find a situation where I want to sing a jagged edge song, man. I gotta be the one, bruh. Yeah, yeah. That's 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 one of my favorite songs by them. And but and ironically enough, I think because once again, not being in a classroom where individuals are teaching us about this concept of love. We strive to find what is in the song, but you really don't understand that the song is only, what, four minutes and 12 seconds? Yep. And so we put in all this work to find what happened in the... That video was tough, too. Oh, yeah. Hey, come on, man. Come on, that man. Was, that was in the year of the videos, right? And so, like, we we focus on things that weren't real, and we try to bring them into reality because of how the song moves us. But once again, we haven't really been taught about this this crazy thing called love. 
We yeah. haven't been taught. And so everybody got playlists. Everybody got burned CDs, depending on and how old and you And everybody are. had their own playlist and interpretation of Absolutely. what's a good playlist versus a bad playlist. Absolutely. Right? When yeah. you're feeling good, yeah, you, listen, you listen to the music. When you're feeling sad, you listen to the words. Right? Different times of, like, whatever you are experiencing will determine what it is that you hear or whatever you absorb from the energy that you place around you. Well, I'm, I'm, now, I'm, now I'm curious as to... What was the song in 07? In 07, man. You was married in 07, in 07 right? Yeah, in, in 07, in 07, man, you know, uh, I was married and I was, well, no, I, I take that back. I got married in 08, but okay. 07 was like the setup to it. You know oh, what I'm saying? The layup. Yeah, it was the lay. Yeah, it was the layup. It was the assist. And I would probably say in 07, man, the song that uh, probably resonated the most with that time and space, um, our you know our young one of our, our young vanilla brothers <laughs> out of uh, out of uh, Tennessee, by the name of uh, Justin Timberlake, man. Yeah, man, he had a nice little ditty called "My Love" featuring Ti. Mm. That's probably where I was in 07. and that came out in that came out in in two two thousand seven, man. Okay. Ain't another woman that can take your spot. If I wrote you a symphony just to say how much you mean to me, what would you do? If I told you you were beautiful, would you date me on the regular? Tell me, would you? Well, baby, I've been around the world, but ain't seen myself another girl like you. This ring here represents my heart. And there's just one thing I need from you. Saying I do, yeah, man. So that was that was like 07, man. That was like the lead up to my love journey in 07, man. So I kind of thought, like, yo, I was I was on my way. <laughs> I was on my way, man. Little did I know. <laughs> what <laughs> little, little little did I know, man. Little did I know. But you know, it, it, it all is fair in love and war, man. They say it's better to love a love lost than never to, to have loved at all. And I, you know, I can say that at certain points in my life, I've been in love, brother Jay. Okay. I you know, I've been, I've been in, you know, the 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 warm and fuzzy phases of love, and I've been in the tough love. And I guess in my situation, man, I guess love didn't see it through. Because <laughs> I, 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 I ended up here with you, venting every week on the podcast. <laughs> but to be, nah, I would but say, to be but fair, I would, does love always yeah. have to last forever? That's a good point, man. That's a good point because people, uh, people think like you know, you supposed to meet somebody and special in your heart and you get the warm and fuzzies and you figure it out and you figure out life and you have this kind of magical bag of tricks to help you resolve all of your life's problems and you live like Heathcliff and, and Claire or you you even live you know kind of uh how we have our icons in black love mm. you know Martin and Coretta 
Barack and Michelle. I thought you was gonna say Gina. I was about to say, okay, that's what Ma- Martin and Gina, Martin <laughs> and Gina. But you know that 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 ended off that ended on the sour note. Just on the show, we only focused. Just on the on show, the show. Just yeah, on just the show. just on the show. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Um, and so you have these relationships and black love, man. You know, uh, Issa and Lawrence. Mm. You know what I mean? You yeah, kind of bring it current for the young people. It was a little rough, but yeah, a little rough. But hey, but they but they made it. They made it. But I think <laughs> they made it. But I think Kev, that also showed that um, the terrain is going to be a little rough. Like they went, Issa and Lawrence went through some shit, bro. Yeah. They went through some shit together. They put each other through shit. Then they went through their own shit apart. Still longing to be together. Tried. Wasn't what it needed to be. So they went back to doing their own thing. And then eventually their paths reconnected. But I, what I will say is, and I'll go into more on the actual conversation series is everyone's path to through and from love will look completely different. And I think everyone gets caught up on trying to replicate. Um, But everyone's experiences are going to be completely different because once again, everyone had different teachers in the classroom of love. Hell, ask Tina Turner. Shit, man, I'll do you one better, man. Fast forward 10 years, Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> Kendrick Lamar had a song, nice little ditty called Love. Nice little ditty called Love off his 2017 damn album. You know what I mean? And, and, and Kendrick Lamar is like, yo, I want to be with you. I just want you to love me. I want to be with you. I just want you to love me. Like he's screaming like, yo, he wants, he wants affection. He wants attention. Like it's coming from a, 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 a it's coming from a hardcore rapper, man. Mm-hmm. You know, he said, I got something. Hold up. We going to function. No assumptions. Feeling like Tyson with it. Knock it out twice. I'm with it. Only from one, one night. I'm kidding. Only for life. Oh yeah. Only for life. Only for life. Let's get it. That's Kendrick Lamar. So, you know, that's, that's, that's 30 years, man. <laughs> that's 30 years, man. 87 to, to 2017. Like love, love kind of remains consistent across the times. Right. And De- people, depending people on seek, who you ask, depending on who you ask, but love, love always wins. It's supposed to. I do. Be- I do believe that. I, I do to, believe yeah. that. But love also requires a lot of work. Oh, and it's not a fairy tale, and it's not a song, and it's not a TV show. But love makes for great stories and yeah. great entertainment and great songs and great uh, movies and great screenplays and television shows. So you know, love is everywhere. But I really do think a lot of times it comes down to a person's willingness to get out of their own way Mm -hmm. to go out and try to touch it. Or if you love before, you know, I'm a divorcee. And, you know, did I love my ex-wife? Absolutely. I still love my ex-wife. I love my ex-wife for the at least at the end of the day, 
the 20 the 25 year relationship that yeah. we've had yeah you know ups downs a kid etc i'm always gonna love her. so you know just because the intimate part of our situation didn't work out accordingly that doesn't mean that i don't love her any any less right that, but you know, you kind of hit it on hit it on the head a few episodes ago when you talked about you know people and love and people's kind of uh, engagement with you. It's like medicine. It's for a, a specific time, mm-hmm. specific symptoms, a certain injury over a, a, a acute period of time. Yeah, old medicine. <laughs> <laughs> can't be used Come on. for new symptoms and new problems. That's it. Right. And so you can love at different phases and in different stages in your life, but your love matures and your love grows and your love uh, is, is hurt <laughs> and you, and you learn to love again, I would hope, you know, but one of the things that you ain't missing much on social media is people talking about, still talking about the same old, same old, as far as X, Y, and Z ain't doing X, Y, and Z because situationship ain't dealing with situationship and, you know, sneaky link ain't dealing with sneaky link and blah, 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 blah. And, you know, well, their marriage ain't working out. So why should mine? And sometimes you just got to focus on your own individualized perspective of love and you love people the way you want to be loved. And if you could kind of keep it on that level, Mm -hmm. then you might be all right, man. But, you know, I'm all right living my love life by R&B and rap songs, man. <laughs> Teaching me life lessons. Life lessons, brother Jay. Life lessons. Hey, man, whatever, work, whatever works for you, as long as it's working and there, there, there has some uh, reciprocity to it. Oh, yeah. By all means, man, get your love on. Let That's love, it, man. Let love live. I love the love, man. And speaking of that, here's a, another word from our sponsors. February is often seen as the month of love. <laughs> as commercialized holidays of Valentine's Day takes place during the month, during Love Month 2022, the RLJ Collective will be hosting Hearts of Fire, a live conversation series focusing on the lessons and losses of love to spread love and light to an often misconstrued and undervalued concept. The RLJ Collective presents Hearts of Fire, a conversation series about love hosted by our very own brother Jay, Mr. RL Jones himself, along with his esteemed colleague, Dr. Keelan Hinton, for details on how to uh, witness and participate in this serious and love conversation, what we like to call a love fest. Follow us at G-R-G-R-L-J-K-E-V. That's G-R-G-R-L-J-K-E-V on all, all social media platforms. Details to follow. Hosted by our very own brother R-L-J of the R-L-J Collective LLC. Mm-hmm. Support support Black Business Village. Yeah, do, do that. Show, support show, Black Media. Show support, support. support Black Business. Let's go. Yeah, man. Tune in and That's log on. All the stuff will be taking place live via Facebook. Um, and if you miss it, don't worry. Um, there'll be a link where you can go and access all of the recordings for the conversation. And this will probably be one of the series that we do. Um, I got a few other things that I'm working on. Um, it's time to talk, man. And so I'm excited 
I got some um, got some talkers in each of these uh, sessions, so it should be it should be a good time. Definitely um, a moment to unpack and um, a moment to reflect to so they can grow in love. My dog, man, my dog. So we're going to get we going to get our love on for the month of February here mm-hmm. at the Game Recognized Game yes, podcast with RLJ and Kev. Definitely we're going to support the RLJ Collective for his February series, a conversation about love. Hearts of fire, you know. You think yeah, I get a Rick? You, yeah, yeah. You think I get a Rick James? You think I get a Rick James, Tina Marie set up in that joke, man? Uh, might, <laughs> Hear a little something. Might, might. We, there might be a fire and desire conversation. That's all right, that, man. That might be That's on all. The, might be on the uh, on the agenda. That's all right, man. Well, yo, man, we we proud that we proud of you at the show, brother Jay. We're gonna be there to support and make it happen. And for all of the members of the village. Uh, look out for details on all of our social media platforms as far as RSVP information. Yo, get your ass up. It's virtual. <laughs> Ain't no barriers in the way. Sign up and enjoy yourself. That part. Yeah, man. Yeah. Well, on that note, man, you just witnessed another edition of the Game Recognized Game podcast with RLJ and Kev. I'm KEV. That's RLJ. And we are the gentlemen advancing the melanin evolution. Where evolution is revolution. Till next time, be light. Be light. <laughs>